Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. Man, we are not alone in this big universe we live in. Astronomers have possibly discovered six what they call monster galaxies. Ooh. You know, we've got that cool James Webb Space Telescope. Uh-huh. It's out there searching the universe. How exciting um, most, to be an astronomer, right? Yeah. Yes. Looking and seeing the beauty that's uh, beyond our, our eyes. The photos are, like, so crazy. I mean, it just kind of looks like some sort of, like, eye test, right? You're, like, you're looking at this, and you're like, okay, spots. I see the red spot. I see it. It's. I mean, they're not, you know, close up looking, but um, it's about 600 million years old. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. And um, I guess within... You know, we're all finding this stuff, constantly searching the galaxy for that Goldilocks zone. Um, but it's interesting that they found what they're entitling monster galaxies. They're like, well, I hope that there's something that we can all live on one day. Uh, today marks the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Military experts are looking, you know, keeping a close eye on things today. Um, there's, you know, obviously assumptions that Russia will try and ramp things up to make some sort of point. Yeah, that's what they keep saying. Just this past week in Poland, um, uh, the, you know, the people have been keeping an eye because Putin has made like little sort of remarks that have led people to believe that maybe he's looking at branching out in uh, in 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 the campaign. Of Russia, but that slowly. would just be a massive a a escalation, you know. That yes. would bring in NATO and everyone. So, yeah, that would be a completely very scary. Year. It, rem it reminded me when they talk about the, you know whether there would be a new attack on the anniversary. Like, I mean, that's stuff that they they used to do during World War II. You on know, the anniversaries. They would hit anniversaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's they would hit them again because it's symbolic. And uh -huh. God, it's just so terrible over there. The four-day work week is uh, getting into the realm of possibility. More companies, I guess, are shifting from well, the traditional five-day week to four. I saw that sound crazy two years ago. Uh -huh. yes. Now after COVID, people are like, that's an upgrade from it being a one-day work week. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I guess the UK did a test on it for some time, and mm -hmm. now the employees are like, I don't care how much you pay me. I'm not going back to a five-day. Well, I don't part know. of the go back to a three day. Yeah, no. Part of it was the fact that these companies that were part of this beta testing, mm -hmm. they say productivity surprisingly increased. Sure. When employees were better rested, more engaged, um, they did a large study. It was like sixty British companies, and that was the whole takeaway: was that something about that magic number? I, and people talk about that a lot, right? Like, so here we are. It's Friday. And we're all excited because it's the weekend. But it's fast. I mean, blink and it's over, you know, for the traditional work week. The idea that you 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 check out 5 o'clock on Friday and you don't have to be back in the office until Monday, Monday. morning. Not many people are doing that, though. Uh-huh. And, and the other flip is it's 
for many people, it's a set, to be honest, it's a seven day work week. You're always near your phone. Yeah. It's just whether you physically like no one's nine to five in it. So it's kind of a balance, I guess, that it's saying that you would have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In theory, you don't have to be accountable for anything. Yeah. I mean, like bosses will text you after hours or email. You bet. But then you have countries like, don't you remember what was it? France in the last couple of months made a law. Oh, where there would be like a fighting. fine. Yeah, yeah, it used to be a punchline. Every, the whole world would make fun of France because they're always fighting like. We don't want to work ever. We don't want to work ever. <laughs> we should never have to work. But they made it a law within the last year, I want to say within the last few months, that there's a fine for companies that email or text their employees after working hours. Well, Like that an employee could turn around and say like, you we, owe. We in theory have that law in place here in the States where when when you were on maternity leave. There have been people that are on maternity leave where I remember bosses were like, we can't email her. Yeah. yeah. You can't. We can't even send her a text, and you guys can't either. Like, they have to complete no communication work-related while they're on maternity leave, which is interesting. Which should be just applying the same rules. Well, that, Right. I mean, there was a time when no one could. And, you know, now I just don't think you, because you can, you do, um, with these, you know, some work bosses and stuff like that. Oh, there's no, no guidelines. There's not no. anymore. The no. lines are so blurred. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, Our boss never went in and said, "Hey, you know, the, you used to have to clock out." They would blow a whistle. A clock. I forgot about Probably that. the whistle going <laughs> off. <laughs> Woo! When Time to hang up that hard hat. <laughs> when I did telemarketing, I had to clock out. Yeah, I forgot about the old clock out machine. Oh, how about when you? I'm not ask, old. What's how that? about when you would ask people to like clock yeah. you in? Oh, I've like, done that. Like be like, clock me in. I'm on my way, yeah. but I'm five minutes late. But there would be that whole thing where if you didn't clock in by a certain point, you'd get dinged for like a whole hour. Yeah. And so you know, oh, you just be geez. like, turn on well, my computer. Days, yeah, those days are gone. So the four day work week popularity is on the rise. I mean, I don't know what the viability is for some place like here in the United States, but overseas in Britain, they apparently had a good run with it. T-Mobile it has a spam sh- a, a scam shield and apparently it's doing a lot of heavy lifting in 2022. The company just dropped information that said 41 billion spam calls were blocked from T-Mobile users in just that one year. So the FCC back in 2022 decided that they were going to up their game against spam and scam calls. I still get spam calls. I'm Verizon. I'm not T-Mobile. But um, the American, I guess the FCC says Americans experience around 4 billion spam calls per month. I am nonstop. Oh, yeah, there's stop. stuff where it's like it just you're like, what? What's the price tag for them though? I don't know. I mean, it must sh- show that like phone call isn't what it used to be. Remember that was a pretty good sized bill. Mm-hmm. That you wonder, you're like, you know, you get people that call you every day that you'll never respond to. <laughs> never. It says it's spam a on robo it. Call and they they've learned how they can bounce it. Yeah. So it claims it's coming from 402. It's coming from outside the building. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it isn't. No. <laughs> no, and then generally... You know, you, you answer and you hear a loud room. Uh-huh. And they're almost like, oh, my God, you answered? Like yeah. Or there's a pause. Speaking in some different language, and then he's like, hello? <laughs> and you're like, hello? And he's like, you know, we got a live one here. Fuck <laughs> him. He's sort of like, why did you answer? Yeah, I just keep and getting I, calls about... Um, 
Because yeah. I'll answer sometimes, but... You don't want to yell at a stranger. No. But the next thing you're yelling at a stranger. And hanging up on somebody. I yeah. Oh, I, I hang up right away. Because yeah. I just remember, I'm like, I'm not... I don't have time. Because a lot of times when I, when I will answer them, it's when I'm in my car. Mm-hmm. And I can't see what the number is. And a car comes, you know, a call comes over Bluetooth. And I'm like, all right, hello. And they're like, hey, we're calling from, I'm like, hang up. Well, and they'll advertise for those apps that will receive the calls for you. Yeah. But they screw with them. Don't you ever see that ad where it goes, you got to hit him in the mouth. <laughs> yes. Wow. You're now the I, robot on your end. You can hook it up so your phone answers and screws with the telemarketer. And it says, hold on, I'm in a boat right now and I'm being surrounded by sharks. Have you ever seen that? No, I have no. not seen oh, this. You hear the I telemarketer go, the telemarketer having a sense of humor. She goes, you got to hit him in the mouth. I Okay. That's yeah, an app you can download. Like, it's a mainstream TV commercial. Like, we'll... It'll it'll filter all of your spam calls, but it'll have it's like I'm like well don't be mean to them. Well, you, if you can't say no to them, then they and and you just don't answer. They're just going to keep on calling. Correct. I mean, you don't. Isn't it the no? You can't, I just said block. Yeah, block. but that's like there's okay. all sorts of ends arounds on that too. Um, it used to be only you know, like, put me on your no call list, and but you had to say it like X amount of times, and, and let's then there was be like honest, way. O- Omaha, Nebraska was the. Central hub for telemarketing in the United States of America. We handle calls all over the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are the original bad guys. And when they yelled at you and said, don't put me put me on the don't call list, what did you do? You put them on the call them at 6 a.m. No. list, <laughs> You're dead. which you could. Mm-hmm. Because you could say, is there a preferred time to call you back? People would be like, don't ever call me back. Put Never. Me on the don't call. And I would uh. put 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, the, it's the equivalent of of uh, yelling at somebody in the drive through window. They're like, "Okay, I've got your food." God, I hated that job. There's going to be a Grinch sequel. The book "How the Grinch Stole Christmas" was first published in 1957, Dr. Seuss, and "How the Grinch Lost Christmas" will pick up a year after the original story, and will show the Grinch trying to win the Whoville Christmas crown. Oh, so he had a relapse. Did yeah. he start drinking or something? <laughs> The last time we checked in, his heart had grown four sizes larger. Yeah, big old heart. Big when old he heard, giver. When he heard that he's they still... weren't crying, they're actually singing. <laughs> he stole all of their Christmas gifts, ran uh... out to his evil, creepy ledge, and was waiting to hear, like, I ruined Christmas. And they sang. La, 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 la. This is apparently he's all in now on Christmas. So the idea is, is that he's got the Christmas fever and he wants to win the Whoville Christmas crown by making the best Christmas tree. And so he's just a reformed Grinch. Awesome. We could use it. I'm... Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, The book is an official sequel, but it's not based on anything from the Dr. Seuss archives. Is it going to rhyme? Uh, I, I hope so. You should so. hire Eminem. <laughs> Orange. 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 <laughs> right? Yeah. That would get that would get eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And Maybe he sequel. could play the Grinch. The Grinch too, written by Eminem. Door hinge orange, and Florida is going to uh, look to ban dogs from sticking their heads out car windows. I saw this. That's I why, mean, why you gotta hate? Well, there's you know, the rock can hit them in the head, or you know, I. Don't That's know. called speed dog. Yeah, there was a car flying up behind me. Uh, Yesterday, with two huskies. 
outside. They love it so Two much. Two beautiful huskies with their heads out the out the window oh. on the same side. And I'm like, well, this is good weather for those huskies because it was oh. cold. Yeah, they love they it. They had the window down, and the driver was all bundled up with the window down, and the huskies like, we're home. I don't, Yay. I don't get the love. My like, my dogs. Uh, Remy, the littler uh, doodle, doesn't do it, but Tequila loves it. I'm always like, if a bug hits you. Doesn't that hurt? You put your hand out and something's hit your hand, right? That's I guess that's the idea. But gosh, can you imagine if humans were like this? Having our head out in a... People do. You deal. see it in movies all the time. I feel free. Yeah, and when you're a kid, you never stuck Convertibles. Oh, and... <laughs> when you're a kid. I'm talking about now. Back in the day when we when <laughs> when when it was not frowned on to litter, yeah. we'd uh-huh. take an empty pop can. Oh, yeah. And fill right. it with the And no, you would just crack the, the window a little bit and turn that open. It was an empty pop can, and the air would catch that thing, and it would stick it against oh the my glass. God, and all you did was lower the window a little bit, and it would go thunk. It would go straight out and then shoot backwards like a torpedo. I oh. have never, I've never seen done that. this or seen this. Are you kidding? That really? sounds awesome. I'm yeah. doing it today. I'm littering. It was like a better way to litter. <laughs> Don't do it, kids. <laughs> Even you can prevent forest fires. A better fires. way to litter. We're always looking for better ways. <laughs> to litter cooler ways. This is back when your parents would say, come on, kids, hand us all your Burger King wrappers and put uh, it in the bag and throw it out the window. Toss it Bye. right out. And you still see that sometimes. Um, and that, which floors you never did the me. Pop, it could be yeah, a pop can. It could be a beer can. Anything. When it's empty, you do that open, you know, the drink out. With yeah. Outside of the window, you just crack it a little bit and you stick it up there. That air... Will suck that can up against the window, and you drive I'm around. This. When That's you're really ready amazing. to let it go, you lower it down, and it would go. If you're going, you know, fast enough. Yeah, yeah. It'll go thunk. It goes out, and then shoots back. <laughs> it's flying. Torpedo. I love it. I love it. You could probably do the same thing, maybe with a with a bottle. Looks uh, like somebody pulling a parachute. Bottle? No, don't do it with a bottle. Okay. Let's, let's not, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not throw bottles out the window. <laughs> All right, who do we got coming up? What have we done? Uh, You want to Mavs? Um, There's never been a better time to see them. They're playing this weekend. Uh, Tonight, tomorrow at Baxter, we're going to speak to Yono ice hockey coach uh, Mike Gabinet. Love him, love him. (laughs) Now I'm going to see a bunch of cans along the side of the road today. Now you'll know how they got there. Little torpedoes. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, good morning. Hope you're enjoying your Friday. Uh, UNO Mavs play tonight at Baxter Arena against uh, the number six team in the country, St. Cloud State. Awesome hockey. So if you've been waiting to go to a game, uh, tonight and tomorrow should be a full crowd. And UNO's got their fate in their hands, man. This is the final 
home games of the regular season, uh, but they have secured a spot in the uh, in the playoffs. Okay, how long the is conference that? playoffs? So we've got uh, the head coach of the team, Mike Gabinet, on the phone. Hello, Good morning, coach. coach. Hey guys, hey guys, how you doing? Good, Good man. Good. How are you? You ready? What's up? <laughs> yeah, ready to go. Ready to go for the weekend here. Uh, boys are excited to play. All right. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because this weekend you're going. Yono uh, is nationally ranked. Um, we're number 14. You're going against the number six team in the country. And then next weekend you go on the road against North Dakota. But you guys have secured home ice, which is when was the last time Yono has had home ice to start the playoffs? You know what? We we actually uh, we did it two years ago, but it was during the COVID year. So uh, ended up having kind of that uh, playoffs were all hosted at North Dakota, um, but we ended up being the four seed there. So yeah, two of the last three years we've been able to to, to get home ice, which is a pretty pretty awesome accomplishment given given our conference. It really is in college hockey. It it it's it does it all. The home team usually makes it on. Yeah. Until yeah. the next round. So how will that work? It'll be a best of three at Baxter. Yep, exactly. You said we got St. Cloud this weekend, and we're on the road against North Dakota, and then home the the following weekend, which I believe is March 10th, Friday, Friday, March 10th, and it's a best of three series. So, Friday, Saturday night at seven, and then if necessary, Sunday at six. Okay, here's where we got to get people quick. to come out and pack it tonight and tomorrow because these games count, right? You guys, um, it, it it determines who we're gonna play, right? In that in that first round. Yep, absolutely. Yep, the, the obviously usually the higher you finish, the better off you are in the first round matchup, and so these games matter. And then also for the NCAA pair wise as well, you know, for an at large bids to the tournament too, these games help as well. So, as in college hockey, every game kind of counts, and uh, it's no exception this weekend. They're two two big games for the program. Okay, now what do you need the fans to do? The fans to do. <laughs> yeah. I think just come out. It's, you know what? The tenants have been great all season long. We've had a couple pretty much sold out games and, and the energy has been unbelievable in the building. And uh, I think we got a lot of new hockey fans this year too. A lot of people coming out for the first time and again, coming back. So That's it's great. been just uh, when you talk to the players, you know, in the, as a coach, you kind of get in the zone a bit. You don't hear it as much, but definitely when you talk to the players, they, they love the juice of the building and the energy and, uh, and feed off that. And it makes a big difference. All right. So keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. This could be a nice dry run um, this weekend. Because if yep. things ended today, you guys wouldn't we face North Dakota uh, at Baxter? I probably, probably know in our history, uh, probably <laughs> would we who would get, but uh, which would be again, crazy any, because it would turn into yeah. basically a best of five. Okay, we would play the two yeah. up there next weekend, which it doesn't matter, and then well, down could, here, yeah. and then come back here yeah. for a best of three. Okay, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. And obviously, you got some good teams. Uh, North Dakota might just be on the outside of home ice, but um, you know, I think they were picked the preseason number one or number two, and had one of the top recruiting classes. So they're no joke. They're they're a very good team, and uh, and they're they're finding their way a little bit too there. So whoever we get, it will be tough competition, but uh, we'll be ready for the challenge. What's right. the, uh, the what's the plan for uh, St. Cloud this weekend? Yeah, like you mentioned, uh, very good team, sixth in the country. They've been a top 10 team all season long, very, very skilled, very fast. Uh, so we'll have to be ready to go and, and just make sure we get on them early and don't let them roll in here. And uh, again, and like you said, really good kind of prep for playoffs, right? Very good team coming in here at home. Um, so we'll use that to, to get ready for playoffs here. Yeah, I saw the, the, the tour bus, uh, or the team bus, better yet, out, outside, and I, I kind of glared at it a little we do, bit. We get used to it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Every home weekend, we roll out of here after the show here at Exarb, and we see that bus. Yeah. We're like, they're here. They are here. We, 
But we appreciate it. We appreciate your help uh, intimidating those guys. We're going to try. Um, can you give us the nod on, on who you're going to go with the net? You've got two hot goalies. you got a freshman and a senior. It's kind of neat. A freshman and a senior, and they're both going back and forth tandem. Yeah, you know what? We're going to go with Simon uh, on Friday night tonight here, and uh, he's been playing good. And like you said, both of them playing great, but we're going to go with Simon for tonight. Okay. And then maybe Koharski tomorrow. So it's Simon uh, Lakozzi. Is, it, is he from yep. Slovakia? Yep, from Slovakia. Yeah, freshman and... Man, he's just had a tremendous, uh, especially second half here. And, and both goalies have been great, uh, uh, but he's been playing some unbelievable hockey. Is Slovakia, there... is, it, is he been here in the U.S. before? He was. He played a couple years of junior hockey uh, before he came to college here. And uh, so he's, he's about his third year in the United States. And, uh, okay. yeah, just a great young man. And uh, uh, he's, a, he's a pleasure to have on the team, that's All for right. sure. Very he nice. played in that um, won a Clark Cup. The okay. USHL, like where the Lancers yeah. and the Lincoln Stars All play. Right, very cool. Uh, tonight's All also right. Leap for a Cure Night. Uh, Mike, we just want to tell you that means something extra special to me and Party. We both um, were involved with the first years of Leap for a Cure with our friend Heather Roberts. So yeah. it's really cu- cool that you guys are doing that to raise money and awareness yeah. for brain cancer. Yeah. Um, and uh, our hearts, we wanted to go out to you uh, for the loss of uh, Coach PJ Girard. Um, we're sorry yeah. about that. I know that's been rough for you guys. No, thank you very much. And, and I knew Heather as well. So, no, that's a special special uh, weekend for both Heather and PJ. And uh, we'll definitely support it uh, to the best of our ability. Absolutely. That'll be a great weekend. You're going to have Heather and PJ looking down on you guys on the bench tonight. So, uh, I think it's going to be pretty special. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's weird, Coach. I was telling Jeff last night, I was like, when uh, I, I, I guess sneak or uh, Leap for a Cure kind of snuck up on me. And I've been thinking about Heather like all week. It's been the most bizarre thing. And I'm like, wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, people out there, when, when you see, uh, you know, someone with the uh, Leap for a Cure, uh, help out. Donate every, any way you can, of course. And, again, it's for a great cause for brain cancer. And they're going to auction know, off so. some special jerseys, you know, and they're those gray jerseys, which yeah. is the color for, uh, yeah. for brain cancer awareness. So uh, let's right. let's let's get her done. Is there a special pregame meal or anything we need to get for uh, Simon Lacozzi, like a hot dog or something? Or <laughs> yeah. what is he like? Yeah, what's his what's his uh, rub? Uh, it's twenty twenty three. I don't know hot dogs for pregame okay. anymore, but uh, it's, uh, I like that uh, we'll man. Go, then we'll probably go with a little uh, protein and some carbs and uh, some good nutritious food for the boys. Yeah, yeah whatever you're feeding them, keep feeding them because they're working hard and they're playing great. So uh, let's get these two wins. Good luck, uh, and, coach. We'll, and we'll chat again soon, coach. So uh, good luck no. tonight. No, appreciate appreciate all your guys' support. Thanks very right, much. You betcha. Coach all Mike Abinett. Right, buy tickets. Go. Such a nice guy. Yeah, he's a yeah, great he's Canadian great. boy. Yeah. If you guys have been wanting to see hockey, I'm telling you, these so games matter. Something special could they could the run can start tonight. All right. And it's You gotta go. I mean, we're we're talking good hockey. Eight good or nine hockey. games to the natty in theory. All right, we're gonna get the Molly's minute coming up next. What's up, mama? Camilla Cabello is uh, returning to acting. She just got cast. Find out the details. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, good morning. 938-9400. Hit us up on the open mic, too, on the app. What's up, Mo? Nick Bayo is going to be acting again. She's she was uh, in, you know, Cinderella, um, the musical for Prime Video, and now apparently she's going to be in a movie called Rob Peace, and it has Mary J. Blige and that Chidaway at Edu Four, um, and she's been cast as like a, a Yale student, 
So it'll be her next big project that she's, she's been working on. Yeah, she does um, like to act. So there you go. And Rihanna's going to be performing at the Oscars after her Super Bowl performance. Uh, her, her song, Lift Me Up, is Oscar nominated. Um, it was off the okay. soundtrack for right. uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so what other perform- We'll get all the performances, right? Usually you do get a bunch of them. You know, they'll do like, it, but sometimes for time, they'll just like spotlight one or two. But depending on, I mean, they like to be able to, you know, go ahead and give us a little break in the action. Um, that's so kind of like one nominated. of the main, main reasons why I watch the Oscars see, is for yeah. the musical performances. Yeah, because they're always on par. That's for sure. Don't she, get, you know, you know, drowned down with all these other acts that they're trying to introduce. Force feed you, you know, as much. But, uh, yeah, all right. So, and also she's in the news because a bunch of Karens said that it was uh, too, what, dirty of a performance? Too sexual. (laughs) She had like 75 (laughs) layers of clothes on. Well, she did that one move, which we all do all the time, where you you rub the butt and then you smell it. (laughs) Uh, I forgot about that. That's probably what it is, She did like a cheek pull. Yeah. Which was like, okay. Tell us something party does in the studio. And then she did the turnaround. She did the Michael Jackson. Let's, let's be fair. Michael did that all the time. Mm-hmm. He grabbed the crotch. Did the, but then the hand waft was like, what? <laughs> You've seen high school athletes do that? Now it's very troubling. Oh, they do? Boys do that after a big play. They oh. run over and they put the oh, fingers they up. Do? Don't do that. Yeah, guys, come on. Nobody wants nobody. Nobody wants that. Nobody. No. They, uh, Lady Gaga. They're looting that they, they stink or something. Okay. <laughs> I would imagine it's a stank about- thing. I mean, that would be my guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, but Lady Gaga's "Hold My Hand" is also nominated for an Academy Award, so maybe we'll get her performing too, which would be nice. Get to see Lady Gaga up there. Did you watch um, a, a Woman Warrior or Woman King? I'm doing that this weekend. Okay, all right. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I wanted to give myself enough runway where I didn't fall asleep. (laughs) No, that's good luck. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, if it's longer than 45 minutes, uh, let me be honest. If it's longer than 20 minutes, there's a real... You know, you gotta do... That's why she should really be into the short film categories. Uh, Yeah. Right? Short film live action, short film animated. Molly's never seen the end of a movie in Uh -uh. one sitting. What you should do... Here's a suggestion... What you should do is use your, if you have an iWatch or whatever, your phone uh-huh. or whatever the case, just set a 45-minute time, timer on that puppy to go off when you start the movie. You know what I mean? Every the 45 minutes is, it vibrates and you're like, ooh, I'm up. I get so comfortable. Oh, you know, we okay. dim the lights. We've got like a little home media, you know, room. Yeah. And you dim the lights and you got the big comfy sectional couch. And I get underneath, you know, I pour myself a glass of wine. I get mm, underneath the yeah. blanket. My cat curls uh, up on my lap. It's not helping anything. You need I to mean- do like in <laughs> Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. they strap her to a chair and they pry her eyelashes open. <laughs> With tape. And there there's you go. loud lights and train sounds. Exactly. Every 45 minutes. And they force her to get through. I mean, that's the problem. Maverick. I've yeah. made my lady, I've made the, the, the media room entirely too comfortable. And so now yeah. it's just basically a second bed. <laughs> she gets 30 minutes go. of the movie and then she wakes up right at the end of the movie, right? 
<laughs> it's kind of fun to time machine and then put together the pieces in my head of what, how sure. I think they got there. I saw Top Gun Maverick and two guys, were tra- they were all training for a big mission. And then she falls And asleep. then they were flying at a mountain. And when she woke up, they were hugging on the deck of the ship. I was like, well, apparently it worked. She, yeah. Everybody made it. She watched Banshees of Inner Sharon and the two best friends were like, I don't want to be friends anymore. And then she passed out and woke up. And they were friends? <laughs> I haven't even seen it yet. Are they, they it was just the end. And I was like, how did that guy lose all of his fingers? Oh, I haven't even seen you this yet. You can't play the piano anymore. Oh, buddy. No more fiddle for him. All right, 938-9400. That's in. We'll be right back. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Getting messages from people that have big old babies. My buddy Matt and Sonia, their baby Mason was just over 10 pounds, I guess. Oh boy. Had a baby. They had 10.2. They let you know um, how big your baby's going to be ahead of time, right, Molly? Or are they. It's just a guess. No oh, it is a I guess. I mean, they do like All an right. ultrasound and. When it comes out. Well, I figured they would be able to see all that stuff and be like, eh. Sometimes. But then, like, sometimes they're even, I mean, they're surprised. You know, it's like they're, it's not a, it's not an exact science. So it's like, hey, for the most part, we think. You can a, usually tell by the size the of size the, of the woman, right? Well, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> One would think. And then yet. You've seen the movie Alien. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that uh, took a turn right there. There's something so. growing inside me. Jeez. <laughs> Push. Yeah, I've I've not experienced it, um, but I do want to know how big was your baby? They say the record uh, is twenty two so pounds. The the 22. story in the news today is a Brazilian woman just gave birth to what was it a sixteen pound baby? Yeah, that is a big baby. Yeah, I guess I'd see. Yeah, because like I said earlier, I, I I don't have any. I've never been in a room like that, or you know, outside of visiting friends after the fact, but not sitting in in. Uh, and that's sad. That's one thing I won't experience is the uh, birth. Of of a, of a baby, um, you never know. You may get invited. Well, Somebody hey. may just open up, you know, and just say, "Hey." I tried that list. before, Molly. I tried that. If you're if you would like me to be in the room with you uh, while you're having a baby, <laughs> give me like, a call. They used to let grandpas in. <laughs> hey, right? Sometimes grandpa would get to go in. I don't know what the rules are now. Oh, really? Well, I guess I got a sister. COVID changed things, but um, yeah, for the most part, it's like it depends on who you Want. are okay with having in the room. The one thing is, is that I know when I got my epidural, um, Peter had to leave the room. Why did Peter have to leave the room? It's like this whole medical thing. It's HIPAA. Yeah. Oh, it's that's that weird. why they took the camera. You know, they hated. The, remember the old school, the dad with the camera. Yes. There's a lot of that where they're like, "Get that out of here." Mm-hmm. Uh, remember like Andre the Giant? How big yeah. was that baby? He was 13 pounds when he was born. That's oh. it? That guy's giant. That's a big one. 13's that big. That is a big baby. He started at 13 pounds. <laughs> okay. We're talking about big babies here. I'm being insensitive. I'm sorry. It's yeah, crazy everybody. to think about like when you when you uh, go down that rabbit hole. Um, yeah. Because my guy was little for forever. I mean, just, just seriously, like the tiniest little little. Nugget for a for a long time. And Mara, you said the second one was bigger. She was bigger, but not by much. 
I mean, right. she was like, he was six pounds. She was like seven pounds. I mean, but it wasn't like we, that was the thing. Peter and I were like, why do we have these just little, little tiny squirrels, squirrel babies? Squirrel babies. Well, don't you thank them though? You should thank them. I know. Yes, no, now you don't fine. have to go like, I was in labor for 13 days and had to push you out El Natural. Yeah. No uh, way. Like, hey. I was all about like, I'm like, this is not an Olympic sport. There will not be a drug testing after I compete. Give me all the drugs. <sighs> I want all of them. So you did them all. Oh, absolutely. I was like, if there was a way to get more epidural, I mean, for me, especially with my son. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you? I, I, I had been in um, pre-labor mm -hmm. for about a week. You were on labor during the show. Didn't you go on yes. labor during the show? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. And uh, it's this thing, it's called Braxton Hicks, where it's just, it's not real labor, it's just practice labor, and so they don't have you come in, but it, it was like one of those things where it's like, just sleep through it, and I'm like, I can't. I mean, it, it, so when they finally got, when I finally got in the hospital and they gave me the epidural, I wanted to like cry with relief because I was finally able to, to like, oh, that makes get some comfort. <laughs> like, I was Molly. like, oh, oh my God. I can finally sleep. They're like, well, you don't have much longer. <laughs> sleep while you can. Baby's gonna coming. Be, you're going to be pushing. Oh, wow. All right. Well, uh, Guinness hey. World's Record says the uh, biggest baby ever uh, born was 22 pounds. And Ooh. then the record for the mom who had the most babies. This is according to Guinness. Boy. Okay. There's how many? Um, one mother had 69 kids. What? What's she had? Huh? How does that? Six, she had 69 kids in her lifetime. 69. Oh. That seems like a big number. Yeah. 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Never touch me again. I mean, I think moms, those families out there, the traditional big families where they have seven or eight kids, it's like, seems like their whole life they're pregnant. That's Wileen's family. Wileen's one of seven, you know, and uh, they're all pretty close in age as well. So that's yeah. a fun childhood. Oh my mm -hmm. God! The stories so. that they have. Granted, money wasn't was bad, you know, because you have that many, you know, little kids to take care of. But God, just the stories they have, just the things that they did growing up to having to entertain themselves because they didn't have anything, are fascinating. It's great. It's whereas now it's a little different, of course. But uh, but yeah, one of seven. We got a call real quick. I'm gonna take this puppy. Uh, hello, is this Vicky? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, I what's have, up? I have, hi, I have a big baby uh, call for you. Mm-hmm. How big? So, I have five kids. My first was seven pounds. My second was eight pounds. My third was ten five and a half. My fourth was 10.3, and my last one was 11 pounds, 8 ounces, and 24 inches long. Wow. Good God. That's a big baby. So it does keep getting bigger. <laughs> yes. Um, and he, uh, I had them all natural, no C-sections, no epidurals. Oh, oh my God, what is, what is that like? You're like a test pilot. You're like the strongest <laughs> person I've ever met. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> What's that like? Um, the doctors say... Was, Strap in. Here we go. Is it true <laughs> that you forget about how bad it hurts? And you know, no, they say that. Yes, it you is do. True. You forget. You remember. Yep. You remember it hurt. You just forget how bad it hurt. Oh, you'd geez. have to to keep doing it yeah. four more times. <laughs> yeah. I um I learned a technique with my first. I was 
So I had my first at 16, my second at 18, my third at 20. But somebody taught me in my first labor and delivery how to pick one thing and concentrate on it and then just breathe. Um, And I think that really is what helped me get through all of my labors without medication. That makes sense. Yeah, because I would say you're kind of a pro at it. I mean... People could really kind of yeah. learn from your model. No kidding. Are you are you done um, having having children? You got more on? You don't know, I guess, right? Oh, no, no, I'm done. My oldest uh, or my youngest would be 30 this year. Come on, you're so good at it. <laughs> one, more. one more. She's like, I'm good. Why Thanks. stop at one? You're yeah, a pro. You're like, you're like Tom Brady. Come you're on. like Tom Brady. Let's let's yeah. let's take one more ride. Hey, Becky, the record yeah, is 69. I'm... You stop at four? <laughs> Five. Yes, there's Five. no way. I she, get it. They were, they were, they had to be falling out at that point. Oh well, my... I guess with quadruplets, they wouldn't be, but. <laughs> I know, okay, when I saw it, like uh, 69, I'm like, what's left uh, of that woman? What? I mean, has she right, lost nothing. every tooth? Like, has she lost every tooth in her head? Every <laughs> follicle of hair insane. on her scalp? I mean, oh, seriously, because every time... Right. Those babies, they're beautiful, and they have to be, because they suck literally the life out oh of you. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Hey, Vicky, we got to run. Uh, yeah, thanks for okay. calling, dude. We appreciate okay. you. Thank you so much. Thanks for your call. Thank yeah, you. we'll take your calls. The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. When my life came crumbling down, ain't no You're listening to The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Welcome to the show. Hey, tomorrow we're giving away a trip to Mexico. Uh, come on out to La Mesa and Bellevue if you want to have a beer or a margarita or like me, a uh, tequila, and some good dinner. We're going to uh, give that away. Thanks to everybody that already got uh, in the hat for this thing. Free beer! Yeah, they, got a, they got a solid menu, man. Oh, my God, dude. I am already was going to ask if you want to go there early and eat. Yeah, we should. Uh, I'm, eat on. I'm yeah. usually kind of boring. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the order the same thing kind of guy. Mm-hmm, me too. Just out of fear of ordering something you think you're not going to like, but... And they always push us to get something else, and I'm—it's been solid, man. I know. I don't know why I don't. They'll always get say, "Get else. this thing. This is the you know the deal that everybody." And you gets. just are worried, like, "Yeah, it's I not like gonna... what you like." Yeah, you know? like what if it's got a meat I don't like? And pretty much they've—it's been a hit every time. Yeah, they so do not joke around. It's, they've got a pretty varied menu. Yeah. One thing I haven't tried yet is the uh, mocado or. Mocajeto? Mocajeto. Yeah, I've not Is that the tried one that's that. in like the bowl? Yes, it's in the bowl, and I don't know why. I'm doing it. I'm doing it tomorrow. You're getting it after it? I'm getting after it, Molly. I was craving. Um, I did drive down to Bellevue, and I drove. Um, I was in the neighborhood. I was going to go to La Mesa, mm-hmm. or I was going to go to Stella's, or I was going to go get um, one of those Vietnamese sandwiches. Yeah. Bamin. Yeah, the Bamin. Oh, yeah. yeah What'd you pretty, end up doing? I wound up going back to that. Because I knew, I'm like, I'm going to La Mesa on Saturday. Uh-huh. So I'll save it. I do need to get back to Stella's. But I went and got that bami, Um And then you I... You did? I, I nice. Went, I But 
the road back to Omaha. Yeah. Because it's so south. <laughs> it isn't. I just took the Fontenot Hills way. Oh, days Beautiful. later. <laughs> I hadn't been back around there to drive up to that golf course that I played with Pat Keating. It brought it all back. I'm like, it's weird. It's not a golf course. It's not. But anymore. those houses up there in the Fontenot Hills are so unbelievable. Yeah. Gorgeous. Nature. At and its you best. get stuck in those labyrinths. There's only one way in and one way out. Mm-hmm. That is a badass, underrated. It just hadn't been up there in years. Oh, that forest is great, man. We had a buddy once that was out um, hiking around the Fontenot Forest, you know, and it was super hot. And uh, he got lost in there. And then um, he came out finally of the forest and was so thirsty. He ran to the first house out there and opened up the uh, the faucet and started drinking water. So thirsty. Like out of the side of the house? Thirsty. Yeah. Who was this? Smart buddy Mark. VTOC got lost in Fontenelle Forest. It's big. He's... It, it is. there. I'll give him that. It's big. You can get lost. He's in gotten Fontenot lost Forest. a couple different he times. Really oh, yeah. Kinda, he, he's been stuck he's out. He's an in, adventurer. In the middle of a lake. Yeah. He a, got remember stored? he fell through the ice? Little, the middle of Lake McConaughey. Yeah. That was the beginning. He had to what? Sw- he had to swim to shore or he had to get the sailboat to shore? No, and he was he on And did he have a, like hypothermia by no, the time he got there? He was, he was, it was honeymoon. And he was uh, windsurfing. That's what he did. And, you know, like way out there in western Nebraska, those storms, when they come, they come. But it blew him to the other side of the lake. Eventually. And he ma- ma- barely got to the other side. He was like, oh, my God, I made it. Yeah. And then he laid on the side. And like, a storm passed. And he decided, well, I'm going to go back. The other- Let's try it again. Yeah. So no. he just survived a near miss, <laughs> and he gets back on it, and he makes it all the way across to the middle of the lake, and the storm comes back. Like the storm comes and back. And he nearly drowns. Yes, the only way that he survived this is by, I mean, he... He had taken all the skin and everything off of his chin and his hands. He said the waves are so high you couldn't see anything. And so um, eventually the storm went away and, and he made it back to his ex-wife, who's probably already partying somewhere. I don't know what she was doing. Didn't he go into town like the next day for bait? <laughs> he went and they were like, the Coast Guard or the National Guard were out looking. For some man, who the hell goes windsurfing? During a storm. And he, and he stayed the conspicuously quiet. Ding, he's ding. like, I don't well, know. But he's got no chin skin. <laughs> and his hands are all pruned. He's like, I'll take a six-pack and some ice. Nobody gets quiet. You're like, the one. I think we found him. He's the double dummy that went out there twice. <laughs> yes. And he got lost in Fontenelle Forest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That man has lived. <laughs> I don't think I was in the dangerous part. I was in all the really badass houses part. The houses there are beautiful. They really are beautiful I mean, all these old wood houses. Uh Yeah, and all the trees out there. Something that, you know, West Doe doesn't have anymore. No. You know, it's amazing. All right, 938-9400. Hit us up on our Facebook page as well. Big Party Morning Show. Like it and love it. Morning show on channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on channel 941. Right, that's a wrap. Stay warm today. Tomorrow's going to be nice, though. A lot nicer. Maybe fire up the grill a little bit. I'm getting texts from from buddies that want to go golf on Sunday. Isn't that nuts? Oh, that is nuts. Are they? They must be open if you if you want to golf. I'm assuming. That does sound like fun. It's perfect weather. Why not? You can do it. Do it. Might be a little muddy. 
Nice. Keep an eye on that ball. Cart golf. <laughs> uh, people looking for something to do. Well, Mav hockey tonight, tomorrow. Yeah, go support these guys. This is towards the end of the season. Well, it's the final and, uh, regular season, the two games, tonight and tomorrow, and then they play next weekend at North Dakota, Friday, Saturday, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. And it's their conference championship. So every year, we're, we have to play on the road, usually at North Dakota, and it's best of three, and we go three and out or two and out. We come back home, and the season ends, and people are like, hey, what happened to the Mavs? Yeah. This is a year they could make a run. They're, they're going to start it at home. It could be North Dakota, but it would be over at Baxter, and if we get loud crowds like tonight, yeah, because North Dakota is a good one, right we there. We get all nutty. All you got to do is then we're in the tournament, so we just got to win that best best of three. That's it. Then you're in tournament. It's Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, this could be like sticky. Creighton making a run this year. You're not out of nowhere. Creighton near, nearly could have won a national championship. Mm-hmm. So go tonight. All right. Also, let's make a wish. Uh, not make a wish, but a leap for a cure uh, for our uh, buddy Heather. You, you support any way you can do that, but you'll see them all out there. All right. Isn't that crazy? That started in 2008. I know. It's insane this many years, and it's still going, which is great, which means there's a lot of support, so that's even more awesome. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you guys Monday morning, if not this weekend. Have a safe day, weekend, and do yourself good. The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Squirrel in my bro, Big Party Show. from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1.